Get ready for the Pinnacles, supported by Tap Touch. Five spectacular Saturdays at Ascot Racecourse. Expect epic entertainment, fabulous fashion and heart-racing action. It all starts with Lexus of Perth Champion Phillies Day, our 1950s-themed race day on Saturday, November 18. Come and feel the rush. Early bird tickets from $20. Visit perthracing.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambling Help on 1800 858 858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Okay, joining us on the one one is the CEO of Perth Racing. And is he our new boss? I'm not sure. Let's ask him. James <laughs> Oldring, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much for having me. And I'm always very uncomfortable with being called boss by anyone. <laughs> you told, you don't told get us it to say it <laughs> I'm confused. He told us it's calling that us off here. Written on his shirt too. Really? <laughs> Getting some mixed messages early here, James. Uh, James, we're on the uh, well, we're on the precipice of the Pinnacles. Day one tomorrow, uh, Placid Arc Stakes Day, ripping card to kick things off. A uh, lot of hard work from you and the team here at Perth Racing has gone to put this show together. And of course, Racing Raider in WA as well. How excited are you to kick things off? And uh, yeah, what can we look forward to tomorrow? So obviously very excited. Mm. I mean, if you're not excited the eve of the Pinnacles, then you're in the wrong job. And so, um, like you say, a huge effort from everyone here at Perth Racing. And we're really lucky with the relationship we have with Racing WA. You know, it's it's so collaborative. We all want the same thing. And, you know, you don't always agree on absolutely everything, but you know you're all working towards the same goal of trying to showcase this race meeting or this carnival, not just to Western Australia, but to the rest of Australia. This is this is our five weeks. You know, this window is is us. And we stage, well, no two ways about it, there are days when we stage the best racing in the world. Mm. You know, we have the only group one racing on the day, some of those Saturdays. And it's our opportunity to show what we can do here in Perth and at Ascot. Um, quality of the horses that we've got coming over on the plane looks pretty strong. I mean, there are a couple of real headline stars there, which you always need. Yeah. Uh, and jockey-wise as well, that's really shaping up quite nicely as well. So um, looking forward to it. Um, lots to do i mean it feels like tomorrow is a almost a, like a mini champions day or you know mm. there's, there's five absolute like preliminary top. preliminary final day really, yeah, it it really does feel yeah. like that and there's so much at stake as well you know you, you think for for some horses this will be their grand final um those running in the placid arc there'll be a few that you think this is what they've aimed for and then in the rj peters you know there are horses that are desperate to win to get that final slot or that guaranteed slot in the railway stake. So there is a lot at stake tomorrow. Um, and yet, you know, I've already got one eye on railway stakes and then through to Winterbottom and Northerly and obviously Gold Rush and Damien Oliver's retirement, which just, there is so much going on for the next it's five years. I feel like the planets mm. are really aligning, aren't they, at the moment? I mean, uh, how blessed are we to have the GOAT, Damien Oliver, in Perth, in his hometown for his, for his farewell and uh, uh, only fitting that the Gold Rush is going to be the Damien Oliver Gold Rush for this year. Um, imagine if he wins it. They will, hey. surely. <laughs> yes, surely. It's, it's written, Racing isn't it? Gods know. Yeah, they know. Um, now, the we've listened to you on uh, Tab Radio recently. Uh, Jay Rooney's been writing stories in the West. Jamie Carr, James McDonald, and then they dropped a little hint that Zaki might be a chance. And has it been confirmed? So the story broke. Zaki's coming. Zaki's uh, so coming. Barring- How was the celebration behind private doors? <laughs> closed doors. A little, little fist bump. One of those gifts. Uh, have you may- seen those gifts? <laughs> I may have simply sent a screenshot of the story with the word "boom" underneath <laughs> it to a few people. Um, little Leighton Hewitt. Yeah. 
point um, to the forehead. So, yeah, that was great news. And obviously- yeah. 120 Raider as well. Don't get I mean, many of those across, do you? You don't get many oh, of those. That's big. Here. That's and incredible, yeah. He's a genuine- you know, racing superstar, just try, and then to get to remember. as well. Yeah. Did you get straight down to the the local agency and take some of the prices? <laughs> I, missed, I missed everything. I, I'm aware that one or two might have got the 16s that was there. 16s, 16s. Oh, I think one or two me. might have been able to get. But, I was a bit um, slow, Beach. Um, but it's yeah, just just so good, and obviously, you know, you're touching wood because. It's still a couple of days till they get on the plane, and even when they get over here, we've still got three weeks before he's due to run. So, you know, you're naturally just making sure they want to mm. wrap him up in cotton wool. And I think they're very keen to get him to the beach and give him that sort of full Perth experience, which is great. I know that's what Godolphin Go often tower. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Pop him down to yeah. Elizabeth's Key. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, um, yeah the Revel is a lovely bar. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that was huge to get that. And, and I genuinely didn't expect that we were going to get James McDonald. You know, the news came mm. two days prior to the Zaki announcement that he'd got a a short-term Hong Kong license. So we'd all sort of shrugged our shoulders and gone, that's a, that's a blow, but understand that, you know, there's a lot of prize money over there as well. But mm. then to hear that he was flying in and and flying out again just to come and be here for Zaki is, is huge. And that is a real testament to how we're trying to promote this carnival. Like this is an Australian racing carnival, the best jockeys and the best trainers. I mean, you look at the list of trainers that are sending horses, you know, Walla, Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott, um, Kieran Maher and David Eustace, sadly, Bella Nipatina looks like she's not coming, which mm-hmm. is a, a real blow because I thought she would be a fantastic addition to the winter bottom. But the nominations were were just sensational. And it's so good to get supported by by the very best. Yeah, I mean, Zaki's just, he, he's got such a following as well and the international flavour. And I know, I think the, the ownership is quite broad as well, but there's, you know, there's VRC committee members and things like that. So it, it really brings a, the spotlight firmly focused on, on WA during that period, which is, which is all we can ask for really. And you just got to put on the best show we possibly can. Um, so yeah, congratulations. That's a, that's a big get for, for, oh, for I've us. Got to give oh, full credit to, to Grant Burns, really. Uh, he does an amazing job on behalf of Racing WA and Perth Racing for, you know, making sure that he, he goes chasing those horses. That so you do actually, is that how it works? You go out there chasing him, oh, you, you yeah. contact the trainers and the owners and Absolutely. sort of float who's around. We've got a first prize of $850,000. We have here. a, you know, brochures, booklets, emails. Do you pay the for whole- their return um, travel arrangements or is that if you're trying to sweeten it a little bit late? No, we have a very clear incentive scheme for horses okay. that come from overseas. So we actually charter a plane. That's the only way that we can guarantee that there's an opportunity. Is that your private jet or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just lend them mine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm, uh, so we, we charter a 737 to, to, to bring the horses over here to make sure that there's the opportunity to get them here. Yep. So that flies on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and the offer to the Eastern States horses is we'll fly you here. Um, you know, we'll help with some of the costs and we'll fly you back. But they sign a little agreement with us. And if they win prize money, then we claw the cost of yeah. it back. So, Good. you know, if they're winning, then, you know, it doesn't cost us anything. So Zaki's here the Monday before the railway. It's funny, isn't it? Like Alcifine is the current favourite. I'm just going to go on to racing just for one mm-hmm. one moment. But isn't it funny? Because I don't think there's any plans to run Zaki in the railway whatsoever. But if Mar- yeah, but if Marachino is carrying seven kilos more than Alcifine, surely Zaki, they can probably carry seven kilos more and have a pop. So if they're listening, geez, what an opportunity to go bang, bang, I reckon, rather than just bang. Yeah, or they could stick around for the TED the to, Ted, yeah. I'll tell you what, Zaki could probably drop back to the 1400 have a pop at the Gold Rush as well. Probably the whole, the whole lot. Yeah. So he's pretty versatile. Yeah. Um, 
and another thing that I'm really excited by, James, and I think last time you were on, we spoke about the Perth Cup and, and what we can do there. $1 million on the table this year. Yeah, that's fantastic. That was probably one of the, probably the, after when are you rebuilding the Belmont Grandstand, uh, what are you going to do with the Perth Cup? It's probably the second mm. most asked question I had from both what was members. was last year? Half a million. So oh, it wow. still went that's double. huge. Yeah. So it was that. 400 the year before mm-hmm. that. It went to 500, um, I suppose this year, 2023. And, you know, 1st of Jan, 2024, it's another million dollar oh, race. Plenty of reasons to be optimistic, isn't it? <laughs> <there, Jack? laughs> Um, and that you know that's that is the magic figure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. it is starting to attract horses from the east coast. And so we expect, we're expecting some to come across. So uh, Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot are going to send Zoom on on okay. the plane. Um, there's an outside chance they might late nom him for the northerly. Okay. Um, I think they that they're having a look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not cheap to do that. So mm-hmm. you know that's a big commitment to go and do it. But. Um, but yeah, he was the the Perth Cup horse they wanted to send, and that's a long term or long range target for him. So mm-hmm. that's great. I mean, that's what you want. And, yeah. and it almost feels like we missed out a little bit last year with Maricino and Mara um, Eustace Steinem. Steinem um, they ran one two in the TED, mm-hmm. and neither of them progressed to the Perth Cup. You know, I wonder whether that carrot would be enough, say, if that scenario unfolds again, whether, whether those two horses would would go would have a shot at a million-dollar Perth Cup rather than pulling up stumps. So, um, yeah, I think that's a significant carrot for people to to uh, to dangle in front of people. Yeah, so, we want the race to be as high uh, rated as possible as yep. well. I mean, years gone by, what's it been, a 90-plus probably for $40,000, $500,000? It fluctuates, but, yeah, mm. it's been uh, – it's been. but, yeah, if, if, we, if we can – as we spoke about last time, Aaron, if you can give it a bit of love, I think it can really prosper that race. So, um, I think the prize money is, is just the first step. Yep. I mean, you've got to also create the event and the race day, and mm. it's largely there, but you've, there's a bit of work still to build it up, get that crowd um, you know, absolutely humming. Mm. Um, but then also there's the argument about the distance and you know, mm. d- does it ever go back to, to 3,200 or two miles? And um, It's hard to go back to 3,200 when we barely race above 2,200 though. But it, it, it would have to be a holistic change to our yes, program. Exactly yeah, right. exactly. It's, exactly it's right. not just a case of yeah. making the Perth Cup 3,200. Yeah. Yeah. It, it needs to be 12 months, 12 months of the year need to be commitment to, yeah. to 2,400 metre races. You're big on it, aren't you? Big on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was special. It's a special real, from, historian. Went, went from being a special race to just another mile and a half handicap to me. And um, I think it can happen. Another thing that I'd be interested in is, you know, if I know that the VRC is trying to get more, I don't know if they're trying to get more Australian horses into the race, but they're trying to create a bit more of a buzz for the, for the Melbourne Cup year round. I don't know, like I would almost... I'd like to approach the VRC and say, if we go back to two miles, maybe put more money into the the Perth Cup and can attract, you know, have a a couple of years of attracting a really good field, whether we could get a golden ticket race into a Melbourne Cup or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've got got several golden ticket races now and I see that they've they've spread their wings for golden ticket races into the All-Star Mile, which has been rejigged and they've come up with an arrangement with New Zealand. I think there's two races in New Zealand where if you win – one of those you're in the all-star mile so i wonder if a two mile perth cup and a stronger field um we could uh we could maybe come up with an arrangement there but uh we can dream <laughs> we can dream um yeah really looking forward to that something that i just want to mention quickly is i was out here with a group of friends for irish day james that was a that was a hit that was a massive hit 
we were in the Vantage, just sat up there all day, and there was people everywhere. And I don't know what the band was that was playing, but whatever the band was, it was extremely popular, and they had the place rocking. So, they, they did. Yeah. I mean, I think there was a few suggestions from people that we could do Irish Day every three months. <laughs> <laughs> and every three weeks. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we had 5,500 on course, which <laughs> was amazing. Yeah. And it, there was a real, real party atmosphere. And um, maybe the bass just needed to go down a little bit <laughs> from the band. We're getting um, old. <laughs> um, but, uh, but no, it was a great day. And it's great to create that kind of vibe on course. It shows you what, what you can do. Mm. And, you know, I looked around at the, the demographic and, it was a young, well-dressed crowd. Very well-dressed. Having very a well really dressed. good time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you walk around there and the place is bouncing and that's what race courses need to do for the big meetings. Like you've mm. got to create that. And you, you've also got to recognize that you can't create that every week. Mm. Like we race 92 times a year and, and you're not going to, tr you just haven't got the, the crowd out there to support that. So you've got to real pick your meetings. Yeah, you've got to have a bit of a rhythm, don't you? You know what I mean? You, mm. can't, you can't always like be up here all the time, so. But no, that was a great day and it was fun to be part of. Very good, Especially, speaking of fun, were you, this has been a hot topic in racing circles, the giddy up Perth racing ad. Were, mm. you, were you here for the filming? I genuinely wasn't actually. Oh. I, I got, I literally got the message the day before going, you can do this, right? I'm, like, I'm, I'm actually not here. Like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> in the office. Time. Like, I'm, I think I was I'll actually I'll make sure I'm south. not here. Um, oh, I'm not afraid to, uh, to strut on the dance floor. So. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. So yeah. had I been here, I would have happily humiliated myself. <laughs> else. Now you've seen the ad? Oh yeah, yeah. Many times. Now is, is Ryan Crowley in that ad? Spot on. He, he is, is indeed. The, I, yeah. I thought we caught a glimpse of the, uh, of the old indeed. Fremantle Dockers tagger, Ryan Crowley. Uh, now, the, the WhatsApp groups across the state lit up when that uh, ad was launched. So there was three jockeys involved in the filming. Holly Watson. Who can definitely dance. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Peter Nucky and Sean McGrady. So there's been a lot of conjecture around as to, in, in regards to the, the, I guess, the abilities of the, the three jockeys. So we just wanted to, if you could give us your three, two, one from a Brownlow votes <laughs> point of view. Watson, McGrady, Nucky, because there's been quite a few side bets to work out who uh, who in fact was the better dancer, especially out of Nucky oh, we know and McGrady. You know what you're really asking here because <laughs> there's no doubt as to who, who can genuinely dance and, and Holly can genuinely dance. <laughs> From the other two, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lose any friends here by making that call on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I, what I will say is, like, huge kudos to them for doing it. Yeah. Like, it's a big yeah. ask to do it. And you know when you do it that you're going to put yourself out there and you're going to cop a bit. But if you can do that with a smile on your face and it gets people talking about racing and it humanises, and I say this, humanising jockey seems like an odd thing to say, but mm. to many racing fans, they've barely ever see them without the helmet and goggles on. That's right. You know, they probably don't really know what they look like. You know? And so to to demonstrate that they are sports people that are happy to have a bit of fun, don't take themselves too seriously, is really important to engage people in the sport. And you'd like to think they might have you know, gleaned a few more fans for doing that. Absolutely. Got people got people talking as well. Yeah. And it gets played on, uh, on race day as well. It so, does, yeah. They um, never get to live it down. It's constantly <laughs> going out. <laughs> Very good, James. Busy man. Is there anything else that you you, you want to hit uh, on the uh, on the one one? Oh, you you told me I had to prepare some, oh, some yes, choices yes. For, for the future. Be before, before you do that, yeah. what one last thing? Uh, looking forward to next year's pinnacles. If you could, and, and 
extending into the Perth Carnival as well. If you could wish for any change moving forward into next year, what would that what would that look like? Well, that's a good question without notice. Yeah. Um, I think we have to accept that prize money is where it is for now because the really short, easy answer is, oh, I'd just love to make a couple of those group ones three million. But, you know, that's not realistic and that's not going to happen. Um, I think the single biggest change might be to try and get horses locked in a bit earlier and, and so that I could, it'd be great to start confirming, uh, to know that Zaki was coming a month ago would have been the most incredible marketing opportunity for us. So we've got to keep knocking on the doors and doing what we're doing with the Eastern States trainers and making sure they know that if they come over here, A, they get looked after, but B, the prize money is, is excellent. But also, they have a really good time. Yeah. I and mean, we've been yeah. really focusing on that last, and you know, uh, it's easy to go and ask Bjorn Baker how he thought WA was because <laughs> he's got, you know, four million reasons that it was a very good trip for him. He hasn't said and sobered you up yet, yeah. I don't think. But, right. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you speak to the guys like Will Clark and, you know, who came from South Australia last, last Pinnacles or, um, you know, Kieran Maher and Eustace and, and obviously Godolphin, and mm. um, really sad that they, they're not here this year, but. I mean, bottom line is if, if you don't have the horses, you, you can't come. You know, mm. it's not because they didn't want to be here. Mm -hmm. They just didn't have, didn't have, felt like they had the right horse this year. So you very much hope that they come back. Um, but if you can start talking about who's going to be here mm. a bit earlier, I think that's a real boost for us. 100%. Uh, okay, so we did give you a little bit of homework. We're going to be some crystal balling here. So James is going to give us his winner of all the feature races oh. upcoming. Just uh, Plus it up through. Oh, wow. Okay. okay that's Plus it up through. Uh, and uh, so we're really putting the CEO on the spot here. Can we give him that? Have you got the tick and the cross there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, I'll do the ticks and the crosses if he gets Correct it right. Correct and right. wrong. All right. All right. Uh, Plus it stakes. Plus it stakes. I think, I think Oscar's fortune. That was a tick, by the way. Well, James hasn't got the headphones on. I think, did that. I get that right? You did. There we go. Uh, okay. WA Guineas. WA Guineas, I am going to give Super Smink another go. I didn't think that was too bad a run given the way the track was playing, given the fact that she had to give a four pound, four pound, sorry, that's my UK, <laughs> four kilo pull to Keshi Boom. And, you know, I think Keshi Boom just comes out and wins tomorrow and that makes the form actually look pretty good. Well, it'll be fascinating whether they back up as well. I can't give him a right or a wrong. I need to, I need to figure out if Keshi Boom's backing up or not in the guineas. So, um, I heard you in the week that they were... I know they were, yeah, because yeah, I thought yeah. it was a complete no chance and now yeah. it might be some chance. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, so, Railway stakes. Railway stakes. I did have a good look at this and I've actually come up with one at quite a big price here. Um, so, Tuvalu, I think, is really classy, consistent, hopefully gets Jamie Carr He's likely top weight mm -hmm. potentially, so I think that might just stop him. I think maybe the Northerly is his better chance of a, of a Group One. Al Safina, I'm really interested to see how she goes tomorrow, but I've got a bit of a watching brief on her at the moment, and so oh god, that's hanging. Let me give you a tick for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, one that's flown just completely under the radar this year is Carly's Karma. Yeah. Right? If you look. Last, like, so this year, she's won the Eurythmic. She beat Valor Road, who then came out and won the Lestier in mm -hmm. pretty good fashion. And so the form looks rock solid. Last year, she was a $6 shot in the railway off the back of running second in the Lestier. So to my mind, she's run at least to the level of form she ran to last year. She's $17 this year. And she's in off 53 as it stands at the moment. Mm. And $17 each way in a railway about a horse that 
is in the same form as she was last year, probably. I think that might be value. So I, I would like put Carlos yeah. Cummer up each way. I like, yeah. I like the fact Summer's planned the uh, planned the prep as well. She could have raced again, but it's obviously this is the target. So there's a real, um, yeah. Real I think, I think less less is more with Carlos yes, Cummer exactly as well. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. She's a big. She's a really big mare, but she yeah she does seem to to need that little bit of a break. Yep. And she, well, the last one was just, off six seven weeks. Yeah, so. Summer can get him so fit. Yeah, she too. Had a maiden like, during the week. She doesn't 40, need 50 to. Days she doesn't need to race. Him into fitness, so she does a good job. Okay, uh, Winterbottom, Northern, yeah, Winterbottom. Winterbottom. Winterbottom yes. Yeah, so Winterbottom, I think this actually might. I don't like to say, but I don't think it might be as strong as it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you look at the market at the moment. You know, Bella Nipotina is still favourite with a few of the corporates. She's been scratched, as far mm-hmm. as I'm aware. She's not coming, and so you know, Villana's almost certainly not coming. It's looking like it's going to run tomorrow, but. Godolphin not expected to bring them. It would be a, a change of mind. You know, Asfura is not coming. Star Patrol is not coming. Miss, Triple Missile is coming. Mm. Um, maybe just a shade disappointing in the rising fast stakes over east. Um, l- has run some serious time in the past, so clearly got an engine. This is a great race. Um, I'm really impressed by the effort um, you put in here. For me, Overpass, if you're prepared to forgive the Everest run, and there were some rumours that he wasn't quite right subsequent to the race, um, you know, He's got some of the best sprinting form in Australia this year. He's run yeah. second to Giga Kick first up, and second to Private Eye in the shorts, um, ahead of In Secret and Buenos Notches, who ran so well in the champion sprint. He's rated 111, which puts him miles clear of anything else. Mm-hmm. He's likely to turn up. Track suits, ground shouldn't be a problem. He's, I think he's, he was about $4 with Tab Touch, but he's about $6 with a few of the corporates. There so. we go. Um, Big tick. And, and then just interesting one as an outsider, it, she dances if she comes from Peter Moody and Catherine Coleman. You know, she's won plenty of races. She's a listed and a group three winner. She's not there yet on ratings, but she could be a real improver. And I think she was about 31, 31 bucks with a few of them. So I wouldn't completely rule her out. Okay. Right. So for me, overpass at the moment, uh, interested to see how my Bellame stacks up. Interested to see how Oscar's fortune stacks up, but mm. I think it's a really big ask for a three-year-old to come to the winter bottom. They have to. When be- was the last three-year-old to compete in a winter bottom? My, Waratah, my, my go last year. Would go well, I should say. Waratah's secret went to one. I don't think. I reckon Valarode ran fifth in a winter bottom. Yeah, okay. one year. Yeah, uh, yeah. He definitely ran well in a winter bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the uh, Trevor Andrews horse? He's a stallion now. Um, Oh, escapes my mind. It yeah, will come to me. Yeah, he ran well in a winter bottom as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it hasn't traditionally been a three-year-old's race. Mm. But in saying that, the this Placid, is a quite this is a, this is a quite before. a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah the Placid Arc hasn't had the the same spotlight as it has yeah. for the last two years. No, so exactly hopefully not. that can that can grow. Mm. It's a shame about Mitchell Payton's oh, horse as well. Yeah, on my hey. class, I yeah, I thought he was a real danger to. Uh, Tomorrow, as, as many others did. So, um, so overpass for me is probably best bet. Okay. I think at the oh, current price. That's the BB as well. That's the best I bet. like that. Put the asterisks next to overpass. Best I'm betting. Bit, I'm a bit dirty because I uh, heard on the radio that it was coming. Or Gareth might have given me a buzz and told mm. me it was coming. And I thought I led down to the purple bank later on. And by the time I got down there, it was 15 to 6. So ah. I uh, sooked it and didn't have a bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Northerly, very, it's very unlike me to sook it as well, by the way, James. <laughs> uh, Northerly stakes is is really interesting. Um, Zaki and J-Mac, we've talked about it, so I won't harp on, but it's a fantastic get. Beating a length and a half in a Cox plate is probably the best form mm-hmm. one off of here. I, I think that's hard to hard to crab. And I, I love the horse, so I have a love-hate relationship with him because I followed, I, I 
sort of picked him up in the UK when he was racing over there and pretty much followed him over a punting cliff because I was convinced he had loads of ability and there were times when he didn't look like he could get out of his own way. Was he a, was he a group horse in the he UK? He was a group horse. I'm yeah. pretty sure he won a group two. Yeah. Um, and it's certainly a couple of group threes from recollection, but right. never quite stacked up. And he looked like one of those horses that might just not get there, mm. but he's come over here and been phenomenal. Um, so that that is the best form on offer to me. I, I can't crab that, even though he might potentially have already crested the pinnacle of his career. He's still pretty high up on that mountain. Um, Tuvalu, I mentioned, I think this is his best chance of the group one in the carnival. His, his 1800 meter run behind Alligator Blood was sensational, really, yeah. wasn't it? The Underwood. Um, so if he, you think if he's anywhere near that, it'll be bloody hard to beat. Yeah. yeah. Super Smink, I, I'm interested to see what happens because she could follow exactly the same path as Amelia's Jewel. You know, she she wins the Burgess, uh, sorry, pardon, wins the Belgravia, beaten in the Burgess Queen, goes to a WA Guineas and then potentially to a northerly. Mm -hmm. So it, it can be done. Um, you don't say is she, is she an Amelia's jewel? I'm not convinced she is on what I've seen thus far, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put, a, put, put you completely off. I think Cascadian's not coming. Roots is an interesting one. Roots mm -hmm. is gonna- for, Goes good. Yeah, yeah, Roots went really well the other week over East and is in the railway and that is absolutely the target. But yeah. I think it's <clears throat> not beyond the realms of possibility that she stays on. Although whether she goes northerly or gold rush, mm. I wouldn't be certain. Um, so to me, I think it looks between Zaki and Tuvalu. And I just think if J-Mac gets Zaki out and rolling, kicks off that bend, going to take a lot of running down. That's another, that's a big tick, that one. I wonder if Zaki's looking forward to um, Maricino being in his way. <laughs> a couple of big units. Oh, and he doesn't take any prisoners either, Maricino. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Speed battle in uh, in those big races. I think Zaki has the, he has a little bit of tactical v versatility. versatility yeah. That's the right word in that. If, if Maricino does go really hard, you wouldn't think he'd be afraid to sit outside him Absolutely. and just let him go a length or two. All right, the Damien Oliver Gold Rush. It's the hardest race to tip because you don't really know who's going. Oh, I mean, I think properly. I've written it's, it's a month out. It's mm. really, really hard. Um, so many unknowns because you could get horses stepping up from the winter bottom and back from the railway, as you've alluded to. You know, they might not have to go to the Norvely now. Mm -hmm. They can come back to the 1400 of the Gold Rush. Um, yeah, Amelia's still, still favourite on a lot of the books, but I'm pretty sure that we mm -hmm. all think she's going to the first spell. In she's the out, yep. So you put a line through her. Um, Valana, we don't think, comes. Super Smink probably targets the northerly. Ayrton is really interesting. He's still in the lists. He's racing tomorrow, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I think yep. he has a run tomorrow. Yep. I mean, I remember I was at Eagle Farm back in it was June 21 when everyone thought he was like the second coming. They thought he was an absolute superstar. And he duly won that day from memory but he didn't quite go on so he's obviously got a, a really big engine and he goes okay when he's on form just a bit of a question mark as to does he come so i wouldn't be taking any bets in the futures market just yet um uh and then uh moon hammock is the is, is another interesting one for um Right, uh, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. yeah, so he runs yeah. tomorrow as well. Yeah, I there think. was a super run at Flemington. Yeah, so he might be a, a sort of a, a bit of a smoky. Yeah, but I, I can't quite. Well, I'm going to do it, but I, I'm very uncomfortable tipping like a nine-year-old gelding in Valor Road. Mm. Mind you, I, sorry, an eight-year-old. I've just put up a nine-year-old gelding. Target, in Tarky, but, but this is the target, though. But this is the target. Mm -hmm. He was really good in the Listeer, mm -hmm. um, and I just I, I can't find too many holes in him, and so. 
if I've got to put one up now, I'd probably put up Valero. Jeez, that'd be a story, wouldn't it? Yeah. Out of retirement yeah. winner. Well, it's not a group one, but it's effectively a group one, yeah. isn't it? So, geez, that would be some story. Uh, do you want to have a ping at the Perth Cup? Long range? Oof. The honest answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a market out yet, is it? Nah, no, no. Come on, Brad. Nom's, nom's yeah. are a little while away, so. Sort it out, Brad. Um, awesome. James, thanks for uh, for joining us. Pleasure. Episode 169 of The One One, but we're uh, our first in almost six months. So pleasure to have you on the show and pleasure to have Perth Racing on board, supporting us, getting The One One back off the ground. Oh, thank you very much. Really appreciate it and enjoyed it. We'll thanks, see you at the races tomorrow. Thanks, James. Thank you.